this week on Yankee and the Brave. Back at it like a crack addict, Mr. Black Magic, crack a bitch back. Chiropractic, crap, magic, big daddy smoking big, Cali in a black, Alley in a black, granddaddy rolling down, old natty how, napping Maddie as a black, granddaddy all back, no cabin fat black, both captain stay floating, no flapping wave runner, I'm a gunner, I'ma have your block hot as a sunner all summer, and I put that on Osama and my motherfucking mama. I'ma tear out the actors playing like they want some drama. I'ma chop them with a chopper till I motherfucking drop them. Drop them. Stack attic, I'm back with the blackest fabric. I'm back, I'm magically back in the dash when I'm ducking. Rattles that packs, I'm running the truck over sucking shit. Matter of fact, it's the ass and even the crack. Automatic facts, it's like that. Scam a bliss when you put in feelings and charge of shit. All of us targeted, all we doing is arguing. Harder to miss it, work until every pocket we picked and sold and harvested. I'm ready to mob, but he's fucking charlatan. Charlatan, 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 charlatan. Immortality's out of bounds, it's a one-round ride I got one round left, a hundred cops outside I can shoot at them or put one between my eyes Chose the ladder, it don't matter, it ain't suicide And if the news say it was, that's a goddamn lie I can let the pigs kill me, I got too much pride And I meant it when I said it, never take me alive I got the grand man running in the alley outside The mic will run like you hungry and get your ass in a ride I'd rather have and I need you than watch your rotten demise my brother made a point so out the back door on my slide a chubby husky thigh scrubbing fucking up my levi's so crooked copper got the drop i put lead in his eye plus we heard he murdered a black child so none of us cried yankee and the brave here everybody hit the deck we don't mean no harm but we truly mean all the disrespect for Go? Oh yeah, we're ready to go. I know this is uh this is new for me and it's new for you, but uh, for those of you that don't know and that may be tuning in for the very first time, we would like to welcome you back to the Block is Hot Podcast. And we got that new run the jewels going for you strong right now. <laughs> but we gotta get that shit off because they're gonna take us down. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. How have you been doing? I'm your host, Famous Amos, a.k.a. Mr. Unidentified, a.k.a. the Unidentified Black Male, a.k.a. your mother's last mistake, a.k.a. Pinky, and last but not least, Billy Bordeaux. And yo, what's cracking? It's your boy Tim Redhose, aka Tim the Hoon. The horn. There we go. Aka your mother's favorite brother, aka Young Timmy Bus Nuts, and of course, aka 
AKA the young clean brother number two. I think I set my my AKA wrong. That's a new AKA. But yo, fuck it. <laughs> hey, I'll take that one. Clean comedy, bros. Yeah, I, we, we get we had, get dirty while staying clean. I think we've definitely uh, heard worse. <laughs> that was more run the jewels. I gotta get that off. <laughs> Just like just gonna go through the whole album or something. I mean, they, they seem like they may be fans. They they could just get like all all uh any 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 revenue from this podcast. They just take it all. Anything and everything. I, I yeah, I'll give it up to them. I'll be like, I fuck with you guys. Well, shit. I mean, it's a lot to unpack. A lot's been going on throughout the world. Um, we yeah, it's it, been a minute. It's been almost about three months. Three yeah. months. God damn, yeah. Fucking since 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 the corona hit, fucking everything just shut down. Fucking motherfuckers wanted to hide up in their houses and shit, stay away from everybody. I feel it. I uh, feel it. I will be completely honest. Yeah. You were working at that Rona factory for a minute, aka a Walmart. AKA yeah, I was fucking at that Walmart warehouse, bro. Like that shit was wild. That shit was crazy because, like, they say like there's this there's this pandemic going on, and then like you could obviously obviously see like nobody gives a fuck about it because like they just pack you in with like two thousand other motherfuckers at any given time, and then fucking they're just like, oh yeah, don't trip, fucking nobody has the Rona yet, and like their only defense for fighting it is like giving people face masks and like checking their temperature as they walk in and out of the building. But like everybody knows that if you if you're asymptomatic, you're not even going to show like any temperature rises. You know what it so, is? I feel like they kind of like they programmed us with that being like a way to identify a threat. Like in I Am Legend, they'd scan the eye, or like in other movies, they'll scan your forehead to see like if you're like, if you have a fever. But we all know that if someone's already there, you got it. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. The zombie always makes it through the gate. Yeah, but and, and it always be like a mid transformation, and people are like, "What's wrong with them?" And it's like, "Oh, fucking, that, you missed your chance to run." They ended up getting like two cases at that at that Walmart too, and it's it was pretty fucked up because like, what I got hired there, and they were like, "Oh yeah, nobody has has it here," and then um, after working there for like two or three weeks, they're like, "Oh yeah, apparently two weeks before you guys were hired on." somebody had it but we, we're just now finding out about it i'm like bro like and they're like oh yeah they, they like apparently they self-isolated and they stayed away for like two weeks but it was one of those things where it's like bro like how does somebody like not come in for two weeks and you're telling me management didn't know anything about this person just not coming in for two weeks during this time nobody asked any questions until like three weeks later that shit's crazy and then the very next morning they're like, oh yeah, some other dude fucking got it, and then I was like, oh fuck this place, I'm getting out of here. It was funny because like all the brothers, like all all the brothers, like got, started gathering up, and we we're like, yo, I think we it's time we leave this place. Like, like this. this is that part in the movie where like <laughs> the in the movie black people don't run, so they end up dying. But yeah. like we we're like, nah, this is God telling. Us. Oh well, we we got so a little we got bit of fuck we got a little bit of some uh, audio distortion, but no, that was a that's a clear case where you guys kind of saw the the warm for the flood, and I mean, 
And to be completely honest, I feel like we had some, we had different COVID-19 experiences, so to say. And I mean, it's been about almost three months since we've, since we've actually really seen each other. Last week, I think was the first time in a minute. But uh, yeah, exactly. how was it for you with work? Because I mean, I know when it comes down to it, I was the only one in my household that was actually still working during this whole COVID fiasco. Um, everyone else in the, all my other roommates, you know, they were here, you know, Dom, my uh, sister, and Wendy, they yeah. were all, you know, collecting that unemployment. Yeah, I bet a lot of people were collecting un- unemployment. I- I've never really collected unemployment so far in my life. That I've never really planned to unless I have to. <laughs> and then I'll- also the other situation with my other job. So I was just like, fuck it, I'll just get another job. And I don't know, like, I, I was never scared to begin with because... I mean, we always talk about good immune systems around this joint. So I was like, whatever, fucking worst comes to worst. I guess I end up missing out. But it was actually really easy to get a job during this time. I, th- I think even now it's easy to still get a job. I feel like you did. If you can't find a job or if you're saying you can't find a job, I think you find a job easy. Everybody's trying to hire because nobody has enough people to work right now. Hmm. That's, that's a. Damn. I mean. Hmm. That's good to hear that at least that the the job market's out there. Um, do you think that there's going to be a potentially a large group of people that are just going to be on, you know, the welfare state, aka unemployment, just because they are making, you know, as much or maybe in some cases a little bit more by being on unemployment? Yeah, that's actually something I'm super jealous of is that some people are like making like 1400 like for each one of their checks that they get back or sometimes or like they'll get like whatever they're making plus the extra 600 on top of like, damn, that does sound nice. Mm-hmm. But I, I do believe like it's going to kind of fuck it like oh, that's one of the things that like um, what was it? It was it behold the pale horse that uh, Bill Cooper was talking about, like part of the deep states. um agenda is to get people hooked on um the welfare state yeah the wealth the welfare state to like just kind of and like it pretty much puts you in a sedentary mood it makes you want to do less for yourself and then the more people that stay at home the better for them like the more you're like you're just going to be like a slave a slave to the system or or i think maybe see that's the thing and you know what's crazy you said meaningless job but I, I've been coming to realize, you know, what what necessarily is meaningless, you know, that I think this COVID-19 thing has kind of put a, it shined another light on what we consider essential workers, you know, like, hey, hats off to everyone that works at Chick-fil-A, because I know I've been going to Chick-fil-A like a motherfucker on my way to work, you know, and just having them be open either for breakfast or some lunch, you know, I'm glad. And I saw them go through their like crackdown and increase of their COVID-19 measures and kind of seeing how this new wave of life is going to be. I feel you on that. You you know what I do like about this whole COVID-19 thing? Since like everybody like d- d- does want workers right now, like it seems I, I could tell they don't give a shit about what drugs you do right now. They're like, yo, as long as you're willing to come to work, we are not going to drug test you. Just just come. Yeah. Just come, guys. <laughs> it's definitely helping the push for marijuana, like to be like federally legal. Bro, it's like weed went from felonies not too long ago to being essential businesses. Like what? Exactly. The fuck? 
<laughs> that shit's fucking hilarious. Like all this other shit's closing down, but like get like liquor stores and weed stores and gun stores are fully operational. Mm-hmm. No. They're just like, yo, fucking make sure like you're 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 doped up and you got your weapons so you guys could kill each other off. Oh, that's such a fucked up way to look at it, but I, I feel like that's genuinely what some of these people are trying to do for us like do to us you know like yeah i, I don't even want i want I, I don't want to jump right into it but you know we're gonna touch on it a little bit later on the episode just i mean uh, shit, do we do we talk about right it now? now we've been killing each other what's up well i guess i guess so because we, we can that's the most hot topic but i mean there's been so much that's been going on like the jeffrey epstein pedo documentaries by mouthy buddha He's dropped two mm-hmm. of them, just kind of exposing what's going on. Um, by 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 who? I'm sorry, you cut out really, really quick. Uh, Mouthy Buddha. He's a pretty dope YouTuber, but he makes really good video essays. And mm-hmm. he made these pedogate documentaries that were exposing a lot of the child trafficking and Jeffrey Epstein. And also showing that Google has certain search engines, or not search engines, like search queues. That if you mm-hmm. type it in, it'll lead you to child pornography. And like certain websites have hidden little like tabs within their websites, like fashion websites that have child pornography, basically like kids modeling and like fucking like bikinis and like shit. Like what the fuck? Yeah, it's super fucking creepy. And he even said he has to start his video by saying like like don't search any of this shit up. Um, this could possibly lead you on a database if you're gonna do research. Make sure you go about it this proper way in channels. But like like that shit's been popping off, but the 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 big button issue though right now is the police state i don't think this is really necessarily um well no i don't want to say that either it is a bit of a race issue but i think Mm. the overwhelming issue though is the police state because the cops are killing us all bro i just heard a crazy ass story earlier today uh, I was talking to my chick and she just let me know like her um, homegirl that like lives over in Riverside. You're probably not even going to hear about this on the news, but apparently um, they gunned down uh, a mentally handicapped black man. And I guess they said uh, they went to the neighbors and they're asking if they saw who shot the dude. Like, like asking if, like, where did he go? But like, they're the ones that shot him, and and I guess like the excuse that they shot him was that he stole something. But then there's cameras, sh- there's cameras showing that he didn't steal anything. See. That's something that happened within the past week. And like, what's fucked up? The other fucked up part about it is like, it, where the area that it happened at, uh, I've been there. There's a sheriff's office and a coroner's office in the same fucking like st- same like same building on the same corner. And uh, apparently it's like right around there. And like this was like at 5 p.m. They didn't come and get the body until like 9 p.m. And it was all right there. That's the coroner's office. Like is right there on that corner. Damn. And see, that's that's what I'm saying, man. It's like it's a corrupt system that's at play right now. And it's really showing that they don't give a fuck about us. Like I remember that documentary right now at the gray state. Uh, remember that one? The Gray State. Um, that sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it was um, familiar. The 
it's called the gray state and uh, the rise and i still have it and it's the rough cut and it was by a man oh. named david crowley and he ended up being murdered and essentially it was like um there was no footprints leading up to his house like and he had two like shots to mm. the head and like this guy they made this guy seem like he was crazy but he was just saying how like we're ramping up and militarizing the police state like we were ordering mm. a shitload of ammunition all this riot gear stuff almost like we were ramping up for what we're doing today and like think about like George yes. Soros and uh all the funding that he's done yeah do you know what's crazy is this was the shit that they were talking about 10 years or not 10 years ago probably like seven years ago when the military was having the trainings in like la and in all the big cities uh even when they were saying like yeah they're getting a bunch of police like extra shit and then not only that but they're um they're also going on about like um uh yeah gave the police extra shit and then what what i mean happening it seems like the police were the aggressors every single time in, in a lot of these situations you know what i'm saying and the there as like backup they weren't really doing shit yeah it's it's just crazy because like i'm just looking through like some of the clips and highlights through this uh mm -hmm. documentary and it, it's just like a part of me feels like it's like they're putting on a show just to mm -hmm. um almost like to uh to like showcase the amount of power that they have but also fuck man it's like there, there's a lot that i want to say but then i don't want to say it incorrectly because i think it, it, just, it's, it's just free ball it man just get it off the black side i i think that this this year 2020 specifically falls into the line of agenda uh, 2030 and you know bringing mm -hmm. the populace in and compacting us um and attacking people that are alternatively thinking um anti-government like you know it's either like you're for the government you believe in their policies or you're anti-government and this COVID 19 uh, allowed them to put in place of a sense of martial law and like this is the first time i've ever been in a curfew where a curfew is actually in place i think the last one i remember was like around 9 11 like so there was one for 92 uh, during the Watts riots. Ex exactly. But the thing about it, we, yeah. were, we were babies. That, that's not the same. Exactly. So when I'm exactly. getting something that pops up on my phone, constantly getting alerts to where they're changing it from, from 7 o'clock to 6 o'clock to 5 o'clock, like we're all getting these updates and they're showing just like, hey, we, we're in your pocket. The government's in your pocket. They can tell you you know something or not. And COVID-19 had us all in our houses obeying the government. And now exactly. we are getting murdered in the streets, regardless of race. Someone got murdered over a potential fake 20. Like that's just stupid in itself right there. And it's showing that they're, they're, they're flexing their power and they, they literally have their net, their knees on the backs of our necks with our dependency, yeah. how we're all waiting for another check or something like that. And just, I think that this, this was the run to test and see, and you know, who has what yeah i definitely i definitely feel that i feel like it's only going to get worse in the future i definitely i believe that this is kind of we're kind of like at the boiling point i feel like like they've been testing seeing what they could get away and at 
see that they could get away with everything as they've been getting away with. And that's what's pretty fucked up about the situation. Because, like, honestly, like, we, we've talked about it. The last time I, last time I saw you, I was saying, like, honestly, when Trump got in, I really wanted to give this nigga a chance. There's, like, the whole QAnon. There's Anonymous. There's a, there, somebody that I heavily fucked with was Alex Jones. And I, and I was like, oh, man, he's behind this person. Like, maybe, like... Because like I, I trust the information that he puts out. So like I was like, all right, maybe maybe this is the real deal. And then like we end up getting to this point, which at the same time I see because I think this is what we call when this shit starts. Oh yeah, it's like if as Trump with Trump being in the office, you it's going to be easy to see if like if it's the real deal like as, because like they're pretty much the underground or like the all all alt media oh yeah this come in and change things and then you clearly see that like even though he had like these crazy stupid ass ideas still none of them were able to get pulled off because the overall the overall stake is what's in control. So like it's always going to go in that direction that they want want it to go. No matter who goes in there trying to do what, it's like going to go continue, continue going the same direction. Yeah, it's like um you know, we it's, it's been said before. Uh the president is the puppet head. And essentially exactly. he is the the figure that everyone's going to look to, everyone's going to cast the blame on. He is that guy. Now, I don't think, do I think I think because <laughs> since Trump isn't your poli your average politician, he's this you know he's a business guy. He he doesn't think on that same wave as the politician, and he doesn't play the game. I guess so to say is like if we're gonna talk like Game of Thrones or something, he's not playing that political game. You know, House mm. of Cards type shit. And I think that's what everyone was so scared about. But I think right now, given the current state of our country, it's like it's cracking at the at the foundation and base, and it's gonna start bringing everything crumbling down. You know? Yeah, it has been the worst four years. Yeah, not even worst four years. Like this, like just these past years, six months, like it's just been terrible. And then like, given the fact that it's like the COVID nineteen situation has just been terrible and then the way it's been handled has been handled even worse so have you uh, heard the recent uh, information that came from the cdc i'm sorry to cut you off again no, but you, they're basically um i guess because this is something that was said at the beginning but they're like yeah it seems like face mask doesn't really work if it's only the people that are like actually sick seem to pass it on and also surfaces don't seem to pass it on as easily as they thought they did at first also so like all the things that a lot of people were kind of like yeah this is just not that deadly of a virus cdc is saying is supposedly like coming out and saying like oh yes it's not that crazy after all and that's kind of like a way of them showing like their power and how much control they Wrong really decision. have over us. Like they can they can feed us, like they can deliberately feed us misinformation and see how we'll react to it and then plan for that. Exactly. You don't think there's a exactly. lot of companies that got rich off of that? You know, toilet paper and hand sanitizer that got sent yeah. out and and just the amount of security that's going to be now put in place, like it, it's bad enough before. Because like, think about it, no one has been thinking about mass shootings. Um, until covid 
Before COVID, only thing you heard about was mass shootings, mass shootings, gun control, gun control. Now we're on hygiene, hygiene. We know we need Bro. sanitation. Fucking when this whole COVID thing, like I remember I'll go to my dad's house and he's just constantly watching CNN, just like watching the death count go up across the world. And it's like, why do you have like just like a 24 seven stream of the fucking death count for this fucking virus? Because we're and like country, look, a country nobody thinks with death. <laughs> nobody thinks about that shit now. Nobody cares now. It's that's old news. Oh, you still watch how many people are dying from COVID? That's fucking old news. We're all about these fucking protests and killing each other in the streets now. The COVID doesn't isn't there anymore. Everything's opening back up. Back up. It wasn't that big of a deal. Well, motherfuckers, isn't that what the fuck we said at the beginning of this whole debacle that it wasn't going to be that big of a deal? But somehow everybody got super panicked well, for like a lot of three months. Did, a lot of people did die, you know, and like. So it's not that it wasn't, it was something, but at the same time, like, it's, uh, it's not the end all be all, you know, there's life is still going to move on. We have to still reopen, you know, if anything, this should be bringing people to want to either live life to the fullest, you know, because tomorrow's not promised or, you know, be more, you know, if you're religious or a religious person, you know, get closer to your faith, get closer to your God, you know, otherwise that is fucking crazy. Like, that's oh, how my bad. That, no, I'm saying that's how it should be. Like, because if you don't believe in it, in any religion, you should be living life now every day to the fullest because you don't know if it's ever going to be the same again. Like baseball games, you know, comedy clubs are starting to open back up in smaller venue arenas. But like, mm -hmm. you know, when's the next time we're going to be able to go into a, a football game? And people aren't thinking that because I can already tell you that, you know, they're going to have Rams edition face masks for everyone that walks into their stadium, you know? Mm -hmm. And like this, this only like grabs us by the balls even more because now that they've ran this little, excuse me, game or experiment, they know how we're going to react and they know how we're going to react in the future. So they could easily do this anytime they want. Not only not only that, the other thing I want to say is like because you brought up the whole religious thing is that it is kind of funny how like the the older I get, the more I realize that we're going through these moments of where you see all the prophecies of the end times over and over and over and over in your face. Like fucking the lake of fire, the plague that pretty much just swept us. I mean, we literally were about to have a World War Three situation a couple months back. Like we're constantly having all this shit like pushed in our face all the time. It's like it's it's one of those things where like personally I'm 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 when I get in my head, like I'm able to think like, oh shit, like maybe this is like hell. Like maybe this is the this is literally the end of the simulation. And we're about playground. to go through the wipe. Oh, no, definitely. Like, as crazy as it is, too, regarding, like, religion, I've been stumbling across, like, these random, like, kind of, like, religious, not like based content, but, like, storylines. Like, I watched this show on Netflix, like, a four-part series about this, uh, I think it's unorthodox. And it's about this girl who leaves her orthodox Jewish community in New York flees to berlin germany at the place of that where a bunch of jews were killed uh and like learned all this crazy shit and like basically like adapted to the 21st century ideals and just like really good stuff and you kind of get to see what's going on with their side and how like some people like you know 
me and you are more accustomed to the Bible thumper, like this, like super, 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 like Christian or Catholic. And it's like, okay, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you do you, but then you, you really don't see too much of like the Jewish side or the Muslim side. And I watched a show called Rami on Hulu and he's kind of going through like his life ordeals, but trying to be a good Muslim, but still living life within, you know, the United States, you know, drinking, uh, partying and just things like that. And it's just, it's crazy how like all these content, all this content starting to like flow during mm. the corona, like during the corona period, you know? So, I feel but yeah, like definitely I feel like, you know, what's crazy because <laughs> it loops back into it. The amount uh, of suicides that are going up. Oh, I bet. I bet. Uh, from what I understand, domestic violence also went up like way up. Oh, yeah. A lot of people, because like a lot of people that shouldn't be by themselves or just like them and their and their significant other, like they're forced to be in that position, and they realize like, oh my god, I can't stand myself, or I can't stand her. <laughs> oh, that's that's got to be so fucked up. Like just like imagine being in that household as a kid. And it's like, damn, the only thing that was keeping my family together was sports and, and restaurants. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I I mean, yeah, I understand what it's like to like be in a household that's constantly yelling at each other. That shit's fucking stressful. <laughs> that shit's so stressful. Sorry to hear I that. bet there, there's so many families I bet right now that like went through like probably like the roughest three fucking months and they're probably so relieved to like be getting through that finally and then like even like the kids like personally i don't think they're going to give a fuck like in another 10 years that they missed their graduation or anything but like i bet for them like that shit was like just like heartbreaking like they're like oh my god why am i the one that didn't get to have a prom or didn't go to graduation when it's like honestly kid you're not going to give a fuck you're like yeah, i don't know I, I i thought about that too for some people and I would say there's kind of three people in life, like the, the threes. And I would say this only for high school. Like the, this is where you're going to grow up to be. You're going to either be one of those people who, you know, high school is your peak. That's all you're ever going to have because, you know, you're probably not cut out for college or you didn't want to go or whatever happens. Like your prom, your high school football games, like that stuff that's all you ever had so you know graduation is probably your your biggest crowning moment and achievement you know there's some mm -hmm. people and there's other ones that you know they didn't give a shit about high school they don't care they're gonna go to college or they're just gonna go to the military whatever it is what it is they're not really tripping and then there's the other people that kind of are like i would say where we kind of fall into it where it's like yo high school is a part of life it wasn't like our peaking, you know, crowning moment, but at the same time, mm -hmm. like, you know, we like, cause I, I didn't go to prom, you know, like I didn't go to our prom. Yeah, exactly. So, and it was like, well, at that time I had just broke up with my girlfriend and mm -hmm. no one else of like our close friends were going. So I was like, well, I don't really care to go to prom if like no one else of like my close, close friends are going to be there, you know? 
And mm-hmm. same thing with like the senior retreat. I was like, if my niggas aren't gonna go, why would I go to a senior retreat? You know? But there's uh, some yeah. people like, that senior <laughs> retreat is all they have and think about, you know, because they didn't go to they didn't go to college or and like they maybe got pregnant really young or something, or like that's the only thing they have to live off of and remember. Easy, easy. Now fuck with you. What's funny about that though is like, um, oh wait, what was I about to say? This is that I thought of. And those people are typically on Facebook really heavy. It's like they're yeah. on Facebook really heavy because that's the only way you can still kind of connect and keep in contact with people like that. What I was going to say is funny. It's like, I feel like low key, like if, if fears are like are us or so shit, I feel like we'll be like, kind of like, oh yeah, we're the badass class. We're like, we didn't even have to go to graduation because yeah. a crazy ass virus is going on. So that, that would make it even better for me. Like I'm like dope. I didn't have to do like the last four months of school because of fucking Wuhan over here. Yeah, if anything, I'll be like, our graduation is the most memorable in history because it didn't happen. Like, the year that, it's like the graduating class that didn't exist. You know? Exactly. It's like, yo, fucking Thanos snapped his finger and we just didn't. <laughs> we didn't have to graduate after that. I was Dude, like, It's dope. already the sixth month. I feel like once Kobe died, it's like this year just stopped. Do you, you're a Reddit user, right? Yeah. Do we, do you remember seeing the China Black Plague memes like back in like September? Kind of like that. What was that? I put all y'all niggas on the Reddit and the fireness. (laughs) No, but I'm just talking like, do you see, so you saw the memes about China having a Black Plague like back in like September practically, right? Oh, yeah. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that shit started going on. Like I feel like this is it's been building up since then, and like it wasn't until what January? No, not even January, because yeah, January I went to fucking New New Orleans. It is so February, March or some shit like that. Was it March that like they finally closed everything down? Yeah, it was like uh, think about how about long of a fucking time that is. That they're just like yo, there's this super deadly virus going on. But we're just going to stay open and let everything flow as normal. Let me see. September to March. Isn't that like. Let's see. What if it was just like a, a big play? That's like, that's like eight months that nothing happened. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of like an anthrax or thing, you months. know, like or kind of like the world's biggest hoax not really a hoax because motherfuckers died (laughs) but it's kind of like they put something out there that could be relatively uh transmitted and they were willing to sacrifice those with the lowest comparable immune systems because think about it that's just now you're uh kind of taking some of the weight off of the healthcare system but you're Mm -hmm. also now going to start driving up uh life insurance policy rates and things like that you know stimulate the economy in a different way um so just imagine that they did that in order to kind of cut down you know life loss because you know when someone dies their assets go to other people more people start spending more so granted Mm. even though a lot of people died a lot of people are going to be cut checks potentially because of life insurance policies and things a lot of people got money that they spent instantly exactly so I don't know. I kind of feel like this may have been a way to kind of like thread out the herd, like thread out the lowest immune so that you know that kind of like your nation's weak are being like taken out. So that way they can start using us for like other things like labor, Mm -hmm. like 
imagine you can't give everyone $2,000 a month, but if you give only the healthiest $2,000, mm -hmm. uh, you, you slowly start making something out of it. Yeah. yeah. It'll help. It, it'll help whatever financial avenue that you're looking for for like 20, 20 years later. It definitely helped you out. Like, hey, I know for damn sure that 1200 went in my pocket. That's straight into the LS fund right there. Yeah, I honestly put that shit into my car. I, I got myself some things that I wanted for my car. Mm. It, it, I mean, it bettered me. It was, it was good, reliable shit. But like, like I said, I spent that shit quick. I was expecting another one. I'm a little pissed that we're not getting another one. I'm a little, I'm a little angry at all you rioters and looters <laughs> for ruining my stimulus check. I wanted free money, god damn it. Now, did you hear uh, Dave Chappelle's new stand-up, 846? 846? Yeah, his new stand-up. I don't think I heard 846. It was. It just released today. Oh my god, I didn't even know that was supposed to come out. Yeah, 30 minutes oh on YouTube, god. and it's not, honestly, like, it's, it's stand-up, but it's like, it's more like dave chappelle was giving his address to the nation and like i don't know man <laughs> i feel like dave chappelle is, is like hold on one second i find special. that funny that he i find that funny that he talked shit on jaw real doing that like like 10 15 years ago but now he's doing that shit but that's the thing like he and he, <laughs> and he, and he, and he, he talks about that too and like he even explains to like why he hadn't oh spoke God. out about George Floyd and everything. I'm not gonna ruin it, but it's just the one thing I I will say that he said was the streets are talking right now. So why the mm. fuck do we need to listen to a celebrity? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. it's like a celebrity's not out there on that. It's like it's like that would have never happened to a celebrity. You know? How'd you find out about 846? Like where did this come out on? This shit was everywhere. It was in our group chat. We were all talking about it this morning. Uh, oh, that, how's that work this morning? That's why. What time? I start at seven. Okay, yeah, we, that's about the time it was going off. You still should have scrolled through it. It was great stuff. Dave Chappelle, like, literally, is like the goat, and he is. He, he just he knows what to say and when to say it. Like, I'm sorry, like I wouldn't want to hear from Kevin Hart at a time like this. Like, I don't give a fuck what Kevin Hart no, is saying, but no, when Dave you're Chappelle speaks, right. I listen. You know and and you know what? Chappelle's this he talked about Chris Dorner. He talked about Chris Dorner, and that was another thing. When he started talking about Chris Dorner, I started losing my shit because I was like, "Bruh, when Chris Dorner went on his rampage, I remember reading that manifesto and just thinking like, damn, like you got a brother right here that did all the right things, tried going through all the right avenues of you know trying to clean up the system from the inside and reporting, mm -hmm. you know, police misconduct, and he gets fired and just like." Granted, it wasn't the right thing to do, but hey, he said he was waging a war against the police and their families. Cause you know what? You, know you, you ruined his life and potentially his family. So it just it's fucking crazy that Dave Chappelle actually went there and was talking about it like that. Cause honestly, I'm surprised if they didn't I'm surprised they didn't try to take that shit down. That that's something that's crazy because I was talking to um, an officer like not too long ago, but like they're talking about like how like when they're in, like there there was a a dude that they knew that was like that was too much. He ended up getting fired for like I guess like 
I, he, he failed a drug test for cocaine, and they found one of his guns in like a crack house one time. Oh, whoa, yeah. That's... Well, like they're they're saying like how like that that they said that like being, as being as his partner, like they like were like, yo, I don't want to be his partner anymore. Like this guy is fucked up in the head, and like they ended up getting him a partner, but they didn't like actually end up firing that 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 cop. They just kind of kept him on for a little while longer. And, and that's and, the issue that I have. Like, that's not yeah. good policing of your own, you know? Yeah. Because if, if if there's another cop coming out to you, say, like, yo, this guy's a fucking dickhead. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you for having him hired? Like, and then all you do is just, like, get him another partner and let him continue doing his shit. It's like, what the fuck are, are you as a department doing? It's that fraternal order of police and all of that, you know, camaraderie, brotherhood shit. And you know what? I get it. That's something you do want to have when you're going into a firefight or a really you're risky going to situation. War. But you shouldn't have that mentality when you're going out to the streets. Like you yeah. shouldn't be you should be vigilant and looking out for threats. But you shouldn't be uh, assuming that, you know, we're all bad people, you know, like. And I think that's the issue. It's really turned into a police state versus the people. And you can see it on the, a lot of these cops faces out there. You can see the ones that are like ready to try to get some like, like, oh, shit, you think you're in the fucking Call of Duty video game. And then you can see the ones that are scared. that are just mm -hmm. like, fuck, like I will get fucked up right now if I get separated from my group or if like I get overrun. Like it's like mm -hmm. inmates in a fucking uh, prison. You know, all it takes is for a few to just say, well, all right, fuck it. We're just going to fuck it. We'll kill this guard right now. We'll kill this guard. It'll take, it'll did you take see so the video of the there. white guy with the bow? Yeah, they, they fucked that fool up. <laughs> they fucked him up. And that's what happens. Like, yo, you could only take out so many people before either A, they overwhelm you, or B, you run out of ammo. Yeah, dude. I, I, and the thing is, like, I've been seeing so many cops getting fucked up. And it's like, at the same time, like, I don't want to see that. Like, I'm like... Like, I know that there are good, you know, people out there that join law enforcement just because they wanted to do good and, you know, help their communities. And then I know that there's some that are only in it for the paycheck. They knew that it'd be a good, that, a good paying job. And that's it. That's all they're doing it for is the paycheck. And those are the ones that honestly need to go as well. You know, if you're not in it for the laws, like, like, you know, I'm not going to say it, but I, I've talked to an officer and he straight up said why do i need to know all these laws when that's not what i'm doing but it's like but you're still a cop regardless if you work in a courthouse like you should know the laws like well i'm not on patrol so why do i need to know those laws and it's like mm -hmm. bro Whoa. like what are you what you're you saying why shouldn't you know your own job exactly and it's fucking that's like it's i don't understand that so those ones need to go and then the ones that are just like collecting the check and are like just abusive because, you know, I think we need more beat cops. Yes, you said you said the word community earlier, and I think we brought this up on the podcast before. I feel like it's really important, especially now, especially now that cops from the community are the ones that are trying to get the jobs in those communities. Not saying you have to still live in that community. I'm just saying, like, if you have grown up in that community yeah you should be trying to be the police force for that community because you understand 
how that community reacts. They they're gonna see you. They'll be like, "Oh, you're old so and so for that used to live over here. I went to school with you, Pucky. Oh, you're a cool dude." Like, and it helps you interact with the community. What happens is a lot of these cops like they don't know the community, so shit. When they see something, they're just like, "Oh, you're just another. You're you're fucked up because that's not how we are from where I'm from." Instead, they need to be approaching it with those. Oh yeah, I fucking I've seen this kind of shit before. This is how we talk it down. This is how we de-escalate, and this is how we move on. You're probably going to call me back in another three weeks, but there's no reason to be forceful or like have actual worry. This is something that could be worked out because not only are you supposed to be a, a, a cop or like a, a protector, but you're a, a, a server. You're supposed to be trying to. It'll be nicer if like they could help with like. I don't want to be like, say, like, be your therapist or anything because that's fucking gay. But like, be somebody that, like, it's like, oh, that's old so and so. He's a cool guy. We could talk to him. He'll, he'll help us sort, of sort this out. Instead of you're just a new hostile face that's trying to give orders when you don't understand how we work around here. Yeah. And you yeah. know, I know that there's going to be some people. Oh, shit. What the fuck happened? Sounds all like weird. Um, I know that there's gonna be some also that it would be like, oh, that's a that's a fairy dream right there, you know, that's not practical. But I think that it is. And you know what when you're asking for such a tall order, mm -hmm. such as being a police officer, which is which is like when you look at how much power they actually have, that's something that I I feel you should have very great social skills you're, Actually, you should be a, almost you're you're a social worker and you should have great social skills skills to be a police officer you know they they really okay. should they really should have those social skills you're right because they are they work with the public they should be they should be sociable mm -hmm. if you're if you're a dick you shouldn't be doing that job because that's your your thing is should be like de-escalating shit not Throwing pussies in jail or some shit. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't be trying to fuck people up while you're out there. You should be trying to help the community, not oppress them. Yeah, you um, you definitely should. Because um, I'm not going to lie. I feel like there's... I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like there's... They, they, there's not enough compartmentalization i think within law enforcement and i think that's where the yes. issue falls because um mm -hmm. you know not everyone has proper social skills and how to interact and how to like uh you know ah, it's like i'm trying to think of it because i just had it and i and i let it go for me keep going what keep going. what they're doing right now right now what they're doing is defunding them which i think is going to make shit worse i think if they overfunded them but instead of nah. funding hold on one second let me get to this instead of funding them and putting all their money into weapons they should be funding them like yes they should have those extreme cases where they do have those weapons but they should also fund them so much where they're able to get the psychological effects also and make more groups so then there's more 
four groups ready to go out. Say there's a domestic dispute. You have a group ready to go out that's ready to handle domestic disputes. Say there is a bank robbery. You have the fucking SWAT team that goes out and neutralizes that shit. You need more of like neutralizing individual problems instead of just going like, yo, guess what we got? We got a bunch of AR-15s and we have tanks that hold 15 people at one time. We got this shit. We can't use it until shit goes haywire, but hey, we got it. So let shit go haywire. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to use those new toys and new skills, but I feel like they want like they need to find other avenues instead of just being like, all right, you just have the CHP and the motor cop that handles traffic tickets. And then you just have the other cops that are out there specifically trying to make arrests. And then you have gangs, but like it does it's not as widespread. I think they meet, need to make their uses more widespread. But that would require having a lot more cops. But then if that was the case, like you could raise pay and do all types of make cop an honorable thing to be. Remember the cops, because you said earlier, and that's what I was gonna touch on. <clears throat> You said that cops, all the powers that they have, dead ass, a cop only has one power. The only power that a cop holds is the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. That's literally the only power that they have. When they arrest you, it's because they have the benefit of the doubt that you were commuting a crime, uh, you were committing a crime, and that's why they arrest you, and that's why you have to go to jail and prove your innocence in court. Because according to that officer, you were breaking the law. It's the only power that a cop has. And that's why it's always their word against ours. But we've seen time and time and again where cops have lied on their police reports, try to cover mm -hmm. shit up. You have body cameras that like, mysteriously, you know, turn off and are deactivated. And yet you can have a GoPro camera survive a fucking avalanche. Like, what are, you, what are we really saying? It's the fact that we have a bunch of crooked ass, lying ass, bullshit ass cops that have no moral integrity and that are willing to lie cheat and steal from the american people in order to progress themselves further that's why you have these cops that have like over two hundred thousand dollar salaries like are you kidding me are you really telling me that, that profession that you don't even need a high school fuck i mean a, you don't even need a college degree in order to fucking start making 100k a year like you're telling me that all you get is like what six or no for a, uh, a couple of uh, 36 weeks in the academy or some shit, like like six, seven months, like that. Exactly. And then like you have people that don't even fully know the laws that they're trying to say that you're breaking and that because they're cops, they have the benefit of the doubt to say, no, you are breaking the law. Basically, what comes down to is, um, I'm I'm right. You're wrong. That's all. And that's you're all not you're not listening. And I can to kill me, you. So for now it. you're resisting. I can kill now you're resisting it. because you're not listening to me exactly. And imagine, now imagine if, if more cops were getting killed by people that are fucking like, oh, I thought he was gonna kill me, and I had to I had to defend myself. You know, I'd rather be tried by twelve than carried by six. You know, like yo, that's some real shit. Like, as honestly, long as you, and that's what George that's, Floyd is, is gonna uh, be a big determining factor of. How many people now are gonna stand by while someone's getting choked the fuck out or being abused by a cop? Because if someone would have just pushed Derek Chauvin off of him, yeah, you would have gotten arrested. Yeah, you would have had an assault charge. But at the same time, you could have defended yourself in court saying, you know why I did what I did? He was killing that man. And you know what? I, like, I, he's alive I was today. Scared. Yeah, and, yeah, and I was scared. I feared for his life. So I did what yeah. I thought was right to preserve it. Because if they would have pushed him off, maybe that would have given him enough time to take a big gasp of air, you know? Like, 
small things like that and that's why i think that like now like in oh you gotta listen to that dave Chappelle bit but he goes into the black Power lives matters boost. like uh you don't remember those nine cops that got killed at like a black lives rally by an ex-military guy yeah because of yeah, all I remember that so shit. it's like imagine how many people yeah. are going to be feeling that way like you know acts of terrorism they feel like are being I'm, committed against their people that they swore to fight and protect it does kind of show because i mean one thing that's been happening during these protests is the riots and what happens every time people start looting and rioting sure the police are right there seeing people running in and out of this target but what's happening They're, they don't do shit about it what are you going to do say say there is a cop being rough with someone and say a citizen comes knocks knocks them off sure six cops roll in but what happens if 10 to 20 more citizens roll up and saying nah we're done with this shit yeah like what are you that we uh, we're at the point where it seems like it it makes sense to police the police especially if they're going to be pulling bullshit like this like it's 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 a double-edged sword but i feel like we are at that point where where we see this shit we do have to knock it off and we have to stick up for each other. But what happens is like we're we're scared about our own shit. Yo, I think we're going to start macing we, the police. Yeah. If enough people go to prison at one time, they're going to have to let other people out. Because, I mean, say 20 people versus the word of these 10 cops. Like, obviously, the law is going to have to be like, yo, if they say you're using excessive force, then. And they, we have ca- everyone has the camera like. everyone's gonna be recording the police way more like it's like i've been pulled over before and it's like i didn't record the police but it's like shit now if i do i might have to just just to keep myself safe but i think that's the next step oh yeah because right now you see everybody pulling out their cameras to record i think the next step is there's going to be be people that record and there's there's going to be people that stop it and as long as you have enough people recording and enough people stopping it, you're going to have sufficient evidence to show that, like, yo, we stopped something good. And that's what I'm saying. I think that's what a lot of people, I think there's going to be, I'm just calling it now. I'm not advocating for it or saying that you should go out and do it. But I think there's going to be a large populace of people that may potentially start macing cops. Like, imagine yeah. cops that are getting rough and it's like, oh, well, fuck, just mace them real quick and then you can dip out. Like, no one ever thinks of that like you can easily like just mace someone and run what's he gonna do pull out his gun and start shooting off into a fucking crowd like like no oh that's actually absolutely right yeah like, that if you mace can him, get he mace, won't be ready for it and anyone can be ready like oh shit this cop's gonna like what like or you see him uh, like attacking someone it's like shit mace him and help the dude get away like i can easily see that starting to happen and being their videos on world so like ah the cop got mace cop got mace they, they use they use uh uh, non-lethal weapons on us can't we technically use non-lethal weapons on them honestly there's no such thing i feel like as that's a, a non-lethal weapon that's traveling over 800 feet per second like i've seen what's been happening to people getting shot in the face and getting like their eyes taken out well or like ma- 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 mace is non-lethal yeah mace that's is definitely non-lethal yeah flashbangs is non-lethal smoke like, grenades dying. yeah it fucks up your distortion it scares you but like it gives if somebody was in a life or death situation I mean, shit, sure, they stole from the store, but that doesn't deserve death. You shouldn't be the exec- the judge, jury, and executioner executioner, just because somebody stole a bag of fucking Funyuns from the fucking corner store. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. Throw man. a flashbang at a motherfucker. <laughs> everybody gets scared. Everybody runs. Nobody gets caught. Yeah. Why don't they just start to pop more flashbangs? Yeah, I, I feel like that's that's maybe that's what we should do as citizens. We should get more flashbangs, more like kind of crazy fireworks and like shoot it in their direction because if firework goes off next to you and like it's big enough, you're gonna be like, oh shit. And then that could allow someone to get away. I'm not promoting this shit, people. I'm just saying this is just an idea. Put I'd rather out see there. a cop with a fucking vest full of flashbangs than him pulling up to my car with an AR-15. Like <laughs> flashbangs hurt. Like I'd rather, but I'd rather also have like a ruptured eardrum than a fucking you know a bunch pump full of lead or in a wheelchair because he shot my spine or snapped exactly. my neck or some shit. Like so, you know, we, I, I like good breathing. And bad. I like breathing. I don't. I yo just flashbang me, bro. Like do anything. I don't care. Don't 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 kill me. We'll we're dying needlessly, dude. I don't dude. want this shit to put turn into a bloodbath. There's there's better ways for this shit. Imagine if it becomes like the populace versus law enforcement. That's the thing that we don't need to happen. Like, cause think about right now, like you have people that like in other countries that have like the mark out for MS thirteen. Shit, what if we, there's another DC sniper, except this time he's only targeting cops? That's essentially what um, that that Black Lives Matter movement in Dallas that you that you brought up earlier. Yeah, he was, he was sniping fools. Like, yeah, he was specifically sniping uh, police officers. Yeah, that was his thing. Because you know what? And like this, this is where it comes back to my um, what I was saying earlier. I was actually breaking it down. Um, to my neighbor who's a sheriff and he said it, it made a lot of sense you know and i also broke it down to johnny um and he said it made some sense too you know i would never want to say to someone that you can't buy a gun but at the same time what i would say is i think we need a more of a proving ground kind of like i told you before like with martial arts that way and this will all play into like a community watch all right, let's just say this. I turned 18. I can now qualify to get a rifle or a shotgun. All right, you can get a 22 or you can get, let's just say, I don't want to go in all the gauges, just a 12 gauge. Perfect. And then uh, after that, you can go for 308 or whatever round will go in order from biggest to small. I don't want to get all technical because it's in my head. But then it's like a you, big hunting rifle. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like you get a belt, but it's instead of it being a belt, it's like a badge and then maybe like a pin you can like wear on your shirt. Or like a sticker you can put on your car that lets people know, hey, this guy is almost like a martial artist of the gun world where it's like, you know that if someone has like the black belt or the black badge or whatever, it's like, it's like, damn, this guy is so good with guns. Like we know this guy is responsible. We know he wouldn't because in order to get that, you had to go through training courses, qualifications. This you, nigga you had has to a show. bazooka. Like, you, had to, you had to like actually show because think about it. Like you have people that say like, you know, you shouldn't have an AR-15. It's like, it's like, no, no, no. It's not that he shouldn't. He should be able to show his competency with that weapon. Like, not everyone should have a Barrett 50 cal, like, or or a Desert Eagle if you can't even shoot it correctly, you know. But you know that way it would kind of be like, yo, we take it serious. Because I've also kind of felt the same way with some sports cars. Like, some people don't need a fucking GTR off the bat because you'll kill yourself. Bro. You don't need a fucking uh, a Corvette right off the rip. You know, you need to be, show that you know how to handle that car. You know, I'm not saying that you can't buy one, but in order to drive it legally on the road, you need to be able to do it. And same thing with guns. Like, imagine if you had in the neighborhood watch a bunch of black belts in firearms. So, you know, A, they're trained, they have the weapons and the uh, the capability in order to do something to patrol. 
we're in the community it's almost like a deputized police officer where it's like you know and but even when i say it like that i feel like you'd get the cowboys and you'd get the people like george zimmerman that would abuse that power yeah there's always going to be an like right as i thought about it i was like even though it would still be a good idea you still get that like almost like I would hate to, I don't want to throw it out there to say racist, but you may get that racist vibe. Because, like, right now, we can easily say that the gun community is predominantly white or Caucasian. You know, black Legal shooters. Point. Yeah, you know, legally. You know, the, the ones that have all the crazy guns. Like, we, do, we have very few black Rambos, you know, that are, like, legal. You, know, you may have them, but... You know, I feel like there's not too many black shooters. And Jason, he, you know, our, our, our fellow blockhead, he even addresses that, that when you go to the shooting range in SoCal as a black man, like you get kind of looks like because there's not too many of us that go to the range to shoot recreationally. Dude, I remember I had this coworker. He was a he was an older man, like 50. He was black, and he was he was, he was in the Marines. I remember like I told him that I was going shooting. Then he was like, "Oh, what? You get that from your white side?" And then I was like, "Dude, I'm not mixed with white at all." Like I'm, I'm black and Mexican. Just my parents like, sh like guns. We like guns. And then he's like, "Oh, that's white shooting guns." Sounds like a white thing. And I was like, "Dog, weren't you in the Marines? Didn't didn't you like yeah. shooting guns?" Like that's like to me that was fucking weird. He's like, "Yeah, just go shoot. You don't fucking do anything like that." It's and for me, it's like it's kind of weird. Like, why why aren't we going out doing doing more things like that? And I think that just deals with systemic fun. racism. Like I feel like because. How many black people have, because think about it, back in the day, you know, the Black Panthers, when we stormed, you know, the Capitol with guns, you know, how many black people prior legally caring were murdered just by having it because the cops were afraid, you know, and just by, oh, well, he had a gun on him. So how many people have grown up thinking, don't, you don't even need a gun because, you know, that's just bad news. Kind of like people that grew up hating weed because they just knew someone that went to prison because they had a dime bag on them or a joint. Yeah, you get in trouble for it, so don't have it. So I think like outside of and the only positive uh, thing we have with guns and black people, there is none. Everything yeah. that's associated with guns and black people is is gangs and drugs. We don't have wild wild west cowboys and you know what? the valorant Ooh, soldier going off into the battlefield. No, it's always white stories. You That's know, the fucked up part. You cowboy is actually a race, a racial term that was meant for like black people that uh, herded cows. Uh, the original cowboys were black people. The Lone Ranger was based off of a black guy, and like they turn all these faces into white faces and just pretty much erase our history on that shit. That's our shit to begin with. Damn, I didn't even know that, but that would make sense. That would make because, some yeah, sense. Yeah, they don't they don't want black people with guns, man. Yeah, and you think then do you think they were really herding them cattle? Nah, that was slaves herding that cattle. Exactly. Like and, and exactly like cowboy was meant to like you weren't you weren't saying that nicely to a person when cowboy first came out. You're saying that like, yeah, you you little cowboy. And then eventually, like, I guess in the nineteenth or the twentieth century, it started becoming kind of like a cool thing. And yeah, then white people are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to jump on that. Yeah, You know how they do. And you know what That's sucks, why too? Rap cause... music is going to suck in like another 60 years. It's going to be like a bunch of people and they go like, yeah, fucking Eminem was the originator of rap. Oh, my God. I hope they don't do that. It was him, Macklemore, and Vanilla Ice. Marky Mark and the fucking and the funky bunch. 
Oh man, I hope they don't do that. That's going to happen like 80, 80 to a hundred years. That's going to be the history. And and just for all of our uh, our our uh, Caucasian uh, listeners out there, just know that we do not hate white people. We're not those black yeah, I love people. Like, niggas. What, what like our closest friends are are white, but. I think what it is and what a lot of people are failing to realize, and I want to say this too, because there's a there's a channel that I do like to uh, look at it from time to time, uh, The Quartering, and this guy always gets so dramatic about people talking about this issue. Like, he's like, we get it, this, that, and the third, and it's like, he he's, he's whining like he's so offended, but it's like, bro... For the first time in this country, you're actually feeling what all minorities have felt since its inception. Like you're feeling what the Muslims went through during 9-11. You know, you're feeling what black people went through during Jim Crow. You're feeling like what the Hispanic community went through during the Zoot Suit era. Like you're feeling oh. what the uh, Japanese people went through during it. was like, and you're bitching about it because you want us to get over it. You want it because like, it's like, because, oh, look how far we come. Yeah, we've came far, but we haven't come far enough okay yeah like you it's time for you to feel it it's like, like you've never experienced racism and this is you're getting like the smallest taste what you get called a karen or a kyle or like or a chad like that's your like oh you're making fun of us or they're blaming me for no we're not blaming you we're just wanting you to acknowledge what you did to get here like it's like we, we we acknowledge that Genghis khan you know he was that was a bad dude too you know but did he do like, the, like, I mean, his empire was was wiped out. Like, the slave trade in the West Indies, that's still present today. Like, like it's just, I don't know. I, I just, and I hear this happening from a lot of people, too. Like, even, like, uh, the Steven Crowders. Like, we, we, we get it. Like, the, the world isn't as racist as it may be put out to be. But I don't think these people have been through what other communities have like me and you we grew up in the suburbs you know we were lucky enough to grow up in a melting pot community where we had black white mexican friends and we got to be involved with so many different cultures that you know it'd be crazy of me to just say that i i, I didn't know better you know so but i do know that there's districts out there and areas out there where it is a black only school and to be able to say that that's the black only school and that the black only school is in the fucked up part of town and the white mm -hmm. schools and the, the fact that, that that comes out of your mouth is like that's the racism that's built in and most people don't even see that because they're so blinded by their own community you know it'd be stupid of me to be like oh racism doesn't exist look where i grew up at well, yeah. yeah i grew up in the it's, fucking suburbs like we're we're, we're grow i feel like we're growing up naturally but our like, cousins no, from the hood <laughs> I, I i think we're we're grown up to be racist like i mean that's how they want you they don't want you to see other people's hardship they just want you to look like oh fucking he could get out if he can well it's like bro like it's a completely different environment there we were uh, and, like being that i have family from there it's like i completely understand like there's shitty people everywhere and there's some people that let their environment get to them and just let them be a shitty people pe shitty people but there's people that really fucking try but like it's just that the, the systemics racism behind it, it oh, literally yeah. is what kept him down and you know it's crazy because like we were driving on our way up to bishop uh for a fishing trip uh last week which was awesome caught two fish it was bitching um and we were looking at the land and you know me dom spence you know we were, we were talking to like 
we got into the concept of reparations. We were like, look at all this land. Are you really telling me that at that time we didn't have 40 acres and a mule for all those slaves and we couldn't honor that? Like, imagine how much generational wealth potentially could have been had if, you know, more black established towns were were opened and weren't burned to the fucking ground. <laughs> like, black Wall Street. Shit. Ex exactly. So, like, just like, there's the, and then. And then for the fact that like people won't recognize that or they act like that wouldn't have been an issue like oh the 40 acres get over the 40 acres in a mule well, look how much land we have now like i've been yeah. i've been cross country i've seen how much fucking land we have here you yeah, know we have that, land that we don't now fucking use. Kind of like <laughs> like now, now there's too many of us where it's like you guys wait too long but if they would have did it back then yeah it would have it would have been sufficient things would have been cool we would have had blacks and whites on the exact same level. We would have had Asians and the Mexicans that were here all on the same fucking level. Mm. But they held out till now where we're still asking for it. And then they're looking at us like, you guys are crazy for wanting that shit now. And it's like, well, it was promised back then and you never fulfilled the order. And basically what's, what's wrong is you're in debt. This is the debt. This is what debt looks like. Oh yeah, We're a debtor's country. You could have gave us all this back then, and everything would have been cool. Everybody, it probably would have even helped coal population. Mm -hmm. It would have been its own natural population control because we would have been properly separated and like would have flowed out in an even pattern. But since you bunched up a bunch of people here, especially people of a lower income, it's like, yo, know, all we have to do is party and have sex. Of course, there's going to be a population boom, and then we're going to grab everything else, and like it just all kind of you have like just dense areas where it could have been easily all spread out if like they would have just fulfilled the promise back then. Yeah, well, I know some crazy shit that's been going on though. Are you aware of the aliens in Brazil that was going on like two or three weeks ago? Oh shit! I think I saw that those like floating lights. Yeah, there's like a bunch of like like around a military complex and it's like a bunch of different videos and they're like, oh yeah, there's gunshots coming from here not too long after or some shit like that. Bro, like, do you think the aliens are here? I think so, man. Um, and you know what's crazy? I've been seeing a lot of, I've, dude, with all this quarantine, I've been watching so many movies. I just watched this new movie called Cosmos and it was basically talking about like the people that listen to space and hearing signals and frequencies and all that and you know basically at the end of the movie you know of course they make contact and it's like they're here and they're coming um and just more like lovecraftian style movies and things that are explaining things in an alternate dimension and reality and how things are traveling through and breaking through to communicate and like like just more things trying to open up our mind to the possibility that contact is actually taking place yeah and there it seems like they're becoming more like officially more open that like it's real like um i saw this reddit post that was saying that like nasa posted something on their front page that they had a satellite out in space and i guess one of the pictures that was taken they had ufos in the picture and it was actually nasa saying that those are ufos and not going like oh these might be meteors but like these are like ufos man you get what i'm saying yeah honestly i i think that that's gonna be a part of that great deception i think that you know and this is all having fun you know again if you're a first time listener 
when we talk conspiracies, we like to take them at a 99%. Yes, this is true so that we can have the 1% skeptability and really have fun with it. We, we're not here to try to be, you know, Debbie Downers and all just- I'm not proving yeah, anything. Exactly, I ain't trying to convince you. I'm just trying to put the idea in your head. You know, I want it to be like a rock in a can and once it's in there, you can't get it out. That's that's my job, all right? Why are they finally telling us this shit? Now, what Why if- Why letting it out? Why 20 years ago when you mentioned this shit, you were a crazy person, but now we're it's like, yo, this this is happening. Did you ever watch the uh, that little uh, it's like a four part series, but it's based on the book Ender's Game. I played the video game. No, 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 not, no, no. I'm sorry, not Ender's Game. Um, fuck. Oh, the movie with the white guy. That's very specific. <laughs> no, 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 not that, uh, that one. Um, it's the um, it's the book with Montauk. Wait, hold up. Let me see. I think I might know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a four-part series. Childhood's End. That's what it was. Uh, by Sir Arthur C. Clarke. And basically, oh, I, I definitely don't know that one. Yeah, it came out about a few years ago. And it was basically about like um, aliens that land and how it changes the scope of America and the world and all of that. But it basically, when the alien comes out of the ship, it looks like the devil like horns red skin like it looks like the the devil that's been described throughout all mankind so it's like we've been prepped for it and it's like at the same time like it's it's weird like and he's supposedly the savior you know and he, he's supposed to be helping out everything and it's it's a really good book i suggest you read it you can also watch the little uh, series so you can get an actual good idea google that yourself just type in childhood's end uh alien and it'll, it'll pop up but I think that's kind of what's happening now, like where they're trying to prep us for the idea. But I think that that's going to be kind of a deception. Like, I don't. Think yeah, it, it's, it's going to be, be the devil. Is. Hold on one second. I need to get something to drink really quick. I'm going to go take up. a quick piss. We could start it after that. that. No, dude, don't don't do that. Wait, wait. Oh, you're going to be quick. All right. If you're going to be quick. <clears throat> No, yeah, I definitely find the possibility of them trying to introduce the devil to us. I kind of wonder if, like, they'll, like, ever, like, flat up just kind of hide that fact. Because, I mean, if they were to say, like, yo, this is the fucking devil, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't want to get behind the idea, like, with this Bill Gates thing. How he was like, oh yeah, I got the cure for the coronavirus. Just inject this fucking microchip into your arm. Everybody was like, hold on, dog. That's a little too end timesy for us. So, of course, no one did it, and he got big backlash for that. This motherfucker said he's going to be quick. I could have went and took a piss in this time that he's gone. That's fucking rude. I should just go take a piss now. It's getting hot. It's getting hot. Huh? I'll see if I can wrap this up. Cause I really need a piss anyway. Watch you. One. <laughs> You're cool. This fucking nigga. I could have. 
Who's that? That's my. That's Hope. Uh, you'll meet her later. Oh, sitting on the old podcast, eh? Yeah, I could have totally took a piss in that time. Oh, yeah, um, you, but I mean, you gotta keep talking to the people. Now you guys can all. Oh. Uh, you can go fuck off, and I'll go talk to the listeners about my failed attempts at growing weed during COVID nineteen. Okay. So, it started off like a regular old day. Went on ahead, dropped my homie off. Before he got out the truck, said, hey, you want to grow yourself a good old-fashioned weed plant? Got an indoor grow set up. I said, I said, well, goddamn, sir, I would like to partake in the act of growing cannabis for the first time. Well, got the old indoor setup all get set up to grow. Tried growing the weed. And never got the shit together. And by tried growing the weed, I mean didn't get the clones. Our, all our connects fell through. I germinated some seeds, forgot about them, and they dried out in the paper. So yeah, growing weed was a complete fail. And I blame that on COVID-20. 20. 20. So at this time right now, I am weedless. Without a plant. Moving on. Recently. Uh, what, was I about to, what was I about to talk about? I gotta put my shit back up. Alright, so. Recently, there has been some uh, some attempts to uh, crack open the child pedophilia market, and it's by the YouTuber Mouthy Buddha. Uh, Tim, did yes. you watch the Mouthy Buddha child pedogate doc? No, I haven't. I, I need to catch up on my docs. I know that Jeffrey Epstein is out. That Jeffrey Epstein one on Netflix is out also. I won't watch that. Fuck. Okay. Well, I need you to watch the uh, those two Pedogate docs so that we can discuss that. Because it has some really good shit in there. He even has some stuff about Tom Hanks. And apparently Tom Hanks might be involved. And he's Bro, been trying to like, this plant breadcrumbs. This was brought up like before we uh, went on break. Uh, from the podcast, we were mentioning Tom Hanks, the pedo gate. Oh shit! Damn, it's been so long. Exactly. Yeah. We remember? Oh my god! Hold on. Okay, I'm for sure going to watch those. There's that. There's the Dave Chappelle shit I got to watch, and I'm, I'm sure there's other fucking shit I got to watch. I've been doing nothing but work. I haven't really been watching so much shit. I've been like just thinking about work and fucking building this fucking car, bro. Oh shit! Honestly, I think uh, we've been in that same boat, working and working on the car. Bro, these LSs, bro. Like, bro. Like, I, honestly, like at first, I I wanted to, but then like I was like, oh, like you gotta kind of like spend a lot if you want want to get anything because honestly, working with the VQ is kind of defeatist because there's not much. As far as like bolt-on um, horsepower that you get, you don't you you get 
you don't really get a lot. Like you end up spending way more and you don't get much out of it. But I'm looking into these LSs and like how you could just swap shit from a old from a earlier model LS into an older model LS and make gobs of like get 500 horsepower to like a 4.8 liter fucking iron block v8 mm-hmm. for like under five grand it's like yo like I'll, I'll like and then like it's subjective to which block you get like say the bigger the block you get and then the more sure the more money you spend on the block but the less money you spend on mods trying to get whatever fucking horsepower like on all these things could fucking reach like well, I think I, I saw the 4.8. If you just do like simple bolt-ons without boost, it doesn't make 500 that easy. But you'll get fucking close. You'll get fucking close for yeah. sure. Yeah, and it's like, and that's the crazy thing, because like, you know, my truck is still technically an LS, but it is the 4.8. And you know, just with the little bolt-ons that I did in tune. I could tell the major difference in power increase, but once it's in a smaller car like that, like a 240 or a mm. Z, the LS is, is it, to me right now, the best bang for your buck engine. Cause realistically, if me and you wanted to go 2J, 1J or RB or some type of other like JDM motor, mm. yeah, we can have the you know higher RPMs and that stuff. But I feel like parts and just reliability without that like fear of anything goes wrong, we're gonna have to go to like a specialty like import like list place. Like you can go to any O'Reilly's or AutoZone and get a part for an LS, get a water pump or a fucking a timing chain or fucking gaskets. Like that shit's fucking easy. Realistically, also like with any built LS, you could take it up to seven grand. Oh yeah. I mean, if you on the R, and that's the thing, that's but, when she, like even in what was that movie, uh, Ford versus Ferrari or Ferrari versus Ford, that that was like his whole fucking mantra, like, oh yeah, you don't feel anything after seven seven thousand RPMs. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, definitely, you definitely feel something, and sometimes that thing that you feel is rot knock or like <laughs> piston de- or like cylinder detonation or some shit. Like real shit, like all all of these things are able to wind up to that where like you if you're trying to get the revs, like and it's not a nine thousand uh revving RPM or RPM revving fucking S two thousand, but you're getting you're getting up there on an NA application. Like, yeah. They're, this, the car the likes fuck? to be in the low end torque, you know, to exactly. make you know, if you're trying to there's get no, the there's no out. reason. And that's why, you know, it's a I, I'm excited to get one, you know, I'm just, I'm just not, I, my thing is I just want to get a complete engine without the transmission, but with all the other accessories and harness. So that way I can kind of like sell off the intake, sell off the other stuff and then just swap on the LS six intake and then, you know, get the new, I mean, get the uh, Camaro or the uh, Pontiac water, uh, water pump. And then we're good. I feel it. Yeah. Because like my boat's a little different because like I've, I've been looking how to do it for cheap. I've seen things where like you pretty much do it for like three grand to just get one in there. Mm-hmm. But like I was looking at like all of the engine mounts and like, well, pretty much the engine mount, the harness and the, oil and pan. the transmission adapter. 
those are going to be the most expensive thing in my build. And even like after I build my engine, it's going to equal out to like what it's going to be the equal price of each of those individual things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it's 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 going to be some. It's going to be like 500 horses under like. I'm going for budget. sure under 10k. Oh oh shit! Well, I mean, mine's going to be probably. I would say out the door for the swap. I'm looking at maybe like five to six because i'm not gonna go with the t56 transmission out the door i'm gonna go with the transmission from um either a chevy colorado or a pontiac solstice because those yeah. bolt up too and you know yeah, that's the thing no matter what you have to buy a tranny mm -hmm. but those trannies you can get for like 750 sometimes even cheaper oh, that's not bad that's not bad at all Bro, like I was looking, so like a, I was. So imagine you get the motor and the, the you know motor with the accessories and harness for about eight hundred, tranny oh. for about seven fifty or less, maybe even like in the four fifty range. You got your swap basically there. You just have to mount it up and exhaust and all that. And you know, once the, I I just want to be at the point where it's like I can open my eyes and the engine is in the car. Like that's where I'm at. Are you going to go boost out the gate? Nah, I'm just gonna go NA, drive it, get used to it. And you know, potentially in the future, do some boost. That's why I want to get you know, get a five point three or four point eight. If I got mm. a four point eight, I wouldn't be. If I if I got a four point eight, I would definitely go boost. But that's just going to be more money because you know it's going to be an extra like two G's on a turbo. And you mm -hmm. know, luckily I still have like my turbo piping so that it would fit in the car, <laughs> and I have my intercooler still. But nah, the I good wanna... thing also is that since you do have a two forty, which is like. Oh, practically a thousand pounds lighter than my car like you don't have to like even if you throw the iron block that's only a hundred pounds heavier than the aluminum block and that's exactly why i don't even mind going with the iron yeah. block so like, exactly well my car is she's a fucking piggy so like i'm like uh, if i go anything less than the iron block or even if i have to go the route of turboing I'm adding so much weight that I don't want already but it's i mean realistically it's what another extra 80 pounds I needed. I don't know how much my engine weighs now, but I I'm pretty sure it weighs a lot. But it's all aluminum, so that's why it's kind of hard to say. But it's overhead cam. Yep. So it's it's bigger in general. Exactly. So exactly. It takes up extra space, and there's so uh, you have dual overhead cam, right? Yeah. So, so I, have, four, I have four fucking cams. cams. Yeah. Like that's why it's so that's why it's so stupid expensive to make power on those things. Because if you want to do a cam swap, you gotta do four. And then, exactly yeah yeah that's that's why like even then once i start working on my car i was like damn i wish i would have got an s2k because they have very for a four-cylinder engine it's very stout it practically makes uh what like 10 10 horsepower per cylinder or it, per liter isn't that the k24 in that motor uh or k22 and k24 I would have wanted the K22 because I mean higher higher RPMs, but those K20 honestly, swaps are starting to become more popular too. Now they're becoming oh, more affordable and like you like people are putting those in 240s now. I've seen that. Now that shit's fucking dope because the I always, I always wanted an RSX um, Type S, but like the only thing that held me back was the fact that it was front wheel drive. But now that people are putting them in 240s and just having like these high <laughs> high revving rear wheel drive fucking cars that shit's fucking sick but uh, there's something about having that honda sounding engine 
in a 240 I don't like. I'd rather see that in like a fucking in an RX7. Like, no, nah, in a 240 I get used to it. It's don't like I said like the only thing that bugs me about Hondas is that they're front wheel drives. Oh yeah, definitely. But even then, like they're. I don't like all their motor sounds. Like I don't like because when you put like a loud, I mean, uh, like a three-inch muffler on it, it sounds like shit. So well, the like, reason the reason is because not all of them need three-inch or three-inch exhaust. <laughs> that's what everyone normally does to them. So it's like that's what I have to go off because I never owned a Honda like and and tuned it or did anything like. And John, the homie, his two forty. I mean, his a uh, his Honda Civic was mild he wasn't super riced out and he would actually track his car so you know it was it was like efficient oh yeah i've definitely heard a few hondas that sounded good like yo even my fucking 350 350s usually sound like shit mine sounds kind of decent like there you could as long as you don't overdo the exhaust you know what you're using for your application you could get that deep nice sound but like a lot of people, their first reaction is like, oh, I'm modifying my exhaust. I don't know what my plans for the future are, but I want high horsepower. So I'm going to get the biggest exhaust piping that I can. When it's like, bro, like just because that's the best performance down the line is what you could get. But like at the moment, you don't need three inches. You yeah. only need like 2.5. And a or maybe three inches and a resonator or some shit like that. A lot of people just get the get the straightest pipe. Like, yo, you heard you heard that two forty that I had, my red two forty, yeah, and how fucking ignorant that shit. Stupid retarded. Yeah, that shit was dumb. If like there is something, if there's actual enough exhaust to flow out, that shit still would have been loud, but it would have sounded a lot better. Yeah, I mean, if you just had like an actual muffler on it instead of just being straight pipes, the engine would have sounded better and wouldn't have been so douchey. <laughs> yeah, that shit was hearing, hearing hell douchey. Like, fuck. I, I remember regretting that. That's why, like, yeah. You may want the highest performance, but after you get the highest performance, you're like, ooh, I don't think I want that after all. It sounds like aluminum shutters flapping in the wind yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that's fucking that's a good that's a good analogy it makes sense like, yeah too much too much um oh, shit. shit well damn i mean we're about it, at hour 30 right now i mean this is just the intro yeah. back into it before we really you know this is this is like our our, our coming back out party pause yeah <laughs> Yeah, we're never in the closet, but we are coming out. Um, for those of you that may or may not have known, um, we were we were recently on a uh, fuck, damn it, I forgot the name right now. Ricky Verandas. Yes, Ricky Verandas, and what was the name of the show though? I like remember the, the name uh, of the I think show. it was the the Meeting of Minds. That's what it was. The Meeting of Minds podcast. Shit, shit, shit. Yeah, shout, shout out to Tra Sam Tripoli hooking up with that. Yes. I wasn't on that Zoom meeting. I was at work, unfortunately. Yeah, I but, thought you were off at that time. But old fame held it down. 
Yeah, let me go ahead and um, shout them out. It was the Ripple Effect podcast. Uh, and then we had on that one, Charlie Robinson with Macro Aggressions. Of course, we had Sam Tripoli with Tinfoil Hot Podcast. Mike and Joe Kretsch with OBDM. We had Ben Swan with Reality Check. We had Jeff and Pat with Conspiracy Farm. Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats. Uh, Jay Dyer, James Corbett, or Corbett, Luke Rudowski, Red Pill 78, Those Conspiracy Guys, Jamie Deluxe, World Alt Media, Freedom Don't Act Radio, Tim Pickett, Scott DeGroat, uh, Fame of the Block Stop Podcast, and Kate Awakening. So, I Red would go Pill's ahead and... There? What, what? What happened? Hey, uh, Red Pill was on there. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, dude, dude's real cool. Like, And honestly, like, I would say, I would I would recommend everyone go back and listen to that because it's something mm-hmm. that we can't do this alone. Uh, essentially, that whole meeting was just about trying to see if we can come out with a way for us to band together and collectively be on board with sharing our media and kind of being the voice because a lot of people are getting censored. And, you know, mm-hmm. if I don't agree with someone... It happened to your boys. Yeah. You know, and if someone doesn't agree with us and, you know, we uh, don't agree with them, it shouldn't be like a war or we shouldn't be having, like, internal things like don't listen to them or or don't be afraid to shout someone out like, hey, it's like, yo, if you don't like Ben Swan, that's cool, but we're still going to, like, shout him out. Stop and listening to him. Yeah, because, like, he's giving you another opinion. You shouldn't just be listening to us like, oh... You don't like uh, uh, so-and-so? Well, then cool. Check out this person. But kind of us being on the alternate side of the mainstream media and giving our opinions and our deep dives kind of puts us in a place where YouTube is the power-hungry boss that is essentially feeding us. Not not us, because we don't make any money off YouTube. But, mm. you know, that's the only way to get your content out because it's so big. Like BitChute and all these other little smaller websites don't get the traction, even like Vimeo. So if we can all start coming together to like make everyone's content known within the alternate community, like even creating like a, a, a separate hub nonprofit page to where it funnels all of our traction information into it. And then from then on, like it, it like people can donate individually. Like if our website, if, if our content was on that web page and someone likes us, well, they're going to donate to us. Otherwise, they're going to check out whoever else is on it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yo, while we're on this, fucking shout out to uh, Clean Comedy Bros, TTA. Fucking follow them on Instagram. Shout out to Joe Bando, Bando Talks. Yo, Therapeutic Noise, last Therapeutic Noise open mic was last night. It was an awesome show. Uh, hopefully, Hopefully, Bando will bring that back to us again. But uh, in the meantime, shout out to them. Fucking shout out to the outfit, Killing Productions. Shout out to all everybody, all the all the fucking comedians out there. Like yo, it's 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 been a while. Shout out to Zoom, fucking letting us. Yeah, use, use their Zoom. their video because we're not even recording the audio from Zoom. Yeah. It wasn't working, so we're actually recording from Skype. <laughs> and yeah, shout out to Skype in. audio. Yeah, you, <laughs> Skype. You ain't forgotten. I still fucks yeah. with you. <laughs> we use you and Zoom. Bingo. Uh, 
Did you have a song that you uh, you wanted to play us out with too? Uh, yeah. Um, hold on one second. Let me look. I I think it's called I think it's called Choppers by Bando. Did we play this? Yeah, that's why I got I got I got double check what it's called. No, we definitely played this song because I remember. No, no we haven't. Like... No, this, okay, it's yeah. So the the person's name is C H X P O, and then the song is called B V N D Band God G X D Band God. See why I can't remember what his name or the song is. It's, there's there's letters in there that shouldn't be in there. But yo, Band God by Chapo. That that's what I want. See if I would have said Band Band God by Chapo, you would the way you would have spelled Spotify? it. Spotify. Yeah, it's on Spotify. B V N D G X D C. H X P O Chapo. Let me just know, y'all little niggas are getting dumb. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to know that spins Chapo if you use an X? Wait, wait, what? Spell that shit out? (laughs) Okay, artist name is Chapo. C H -H P O. (laughs) And the song's called Band God. B V N. With a V, not an A. Man, B-V. fuck these stupid ass little <laughs> fucking niggas and these dumb ass names. That nigga can eat a fucking dick. I hope this nigga never comes on this podcast. <laughs> there, there's definitely a lot of facial tattoos on that. Okay. All right, well, shit. This is the Black yeah. is Hot podcast. We saw we've been away, but we coming back and we coming yeah, back we'll come strong. Back. Coming right. back hard on Cialis and Viagra. No mollies. Still flexing. <laughs> on the daily. God. I'm working on was protecting me. Demon respect me. The stick came with a full clip and I was empty. And my outfit cost a goddamn chef. Then I got chopper. Watch how God bless. Bitches say I'm bloody and they say I'm sexy. The demons respect me. The angels protect me. The stick came with a full clip. Crowns empty. Then got chopper. Watch how God bless. Lefty, loosey, righty, tight. Nigga still shoot me and he's scared to fight. Chopper so grimy. Chopo so icy, so gnarly, bitch I'm splashing in the party, riding, bitch I'm surfing, bitch I'm surfing, jugging, niggas hating, they bitches looking crooked, bitch I'm crooked, bitch I'm crooked, I'm bloody, I'm bloody, bitch I'm getting money, tripping, off the molly, bitch I'm tripping, wicked, bitch I'm wicked, 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 Chopo the wizard, Chopo the magician, Chopo little blizzard, I'm just chilling, I'm riffing in you, but baby I ain't got no feelings, she won't fuck with me until she see me with my Tryna play peekaboo, chopper act like Mewtwo, these niggas act like Pikachu The angels protect me, the demons respect me The stick came with a full clip, now it's empty Bitch, my outfit cost a goddamn chef Then I got chopper, watch how God bless me Bitches say I'm bloody and they say I'm sexy The angels protect me, the demons respect me The stick came with a full clip, now it's empty Then I got chopper, watch how God bless me You don't wanna get robbed by the band guy He'll tell you you're a band for Mary Mary Squad. Work bell money 
just hit a leg, but watch me where my bridge. Million dollar nigga, I'm a million dollar leg. Love trouble, I'm a walking brick. I be talking shit. Nigga talking shit, I'ma empty up the clip. I'ma let the Nina spit. She wanna turn kids in a bitch. Out hollow tears when she spit. I drink so much lean purple dookie every time I shit. I'm a piss when I'm pissing a bitch on my dick. Cause she know I'm the shit and I'm finna get rich. How many free bands can a bound boy get? I'm official, bitch, you know I'm legit. The angels protect me, the demons respect me. Bear God, chop, oh, watch how God bless me.